Freddy! Love you, brother. Thanks for the podcast. Keep it up. Yo, Freddy, what up? It's BM. Um, yeah, I don't really have a quarantine story, man, because I got to go to work, basically, because I work in the cemetery. So we got to... I serve a vital function in society, in case you haven't noticed. Yeah, so I got to fucking go to work, deal with the families, do all the shit. We still got to function, just like a hospital would still have to function. People die, people get sick, you know, so... It is what it is, man. I fucking... I took two pork buns and a cup of coffee from a, a big-ass Chinese funeral that bought a marching band from Chinatown yesterday. I ate that shit up, you know, but most of my job is dealing with Chinese families, so it's like, whatever, man. It's not... They're the best, and my, I don't really care, so... I've been prepped, fully prepped. I ain't, you know, I ain't getting no fucking COVID. You know what I'm saying? This is my, this is my life. I am COVID. So, uh, so no quarantining, you know, I'm waiting for COVID-10, I guess, but I'm pretty vaccinated for that as of now. Um, eat your pork. You ready for Freddy? That's a fucking bong hit. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Korea. Hey, this is Freddie Korea. Thank you guys for tuning in. Tuning in? It's not a radio show. Thank you for downloading or streaming it. Uh, oh, and shout out to my buddy, Brett and Scott, for leaving me voice messages. Very nice of you guys. Anybody that wants to leave me a voicemail and say you heard the podcast, you're enjoying it, you enjoy a certain episode, you have something on your mind, what is it that you're doing right now during this quarantine? If you called me before, go ahead and do another one. Tell me what's up, what's been happening lately. Pretend it's your little podcast for a minute. Just a minute, though. (laughs) Thank you guys for leaving me the voice messages. This episode is... It's a short one, but I just want to give you a little update from my last episode. Kind of like everything's really changing a lot by the day, you know. Uh, our lives were different just two weeks ago. Right now, the Las Vegas Strip is empty. It's shut down. And I talk about it, how uh, I felt driving through it. And uh, I talk about the new normal. That's pretty much what I'm saying. And it, it might not stay like this forever, but there's going to be some changes. But uh, yeah, it's just a little update for you. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Please share it with your friends. Take a screenshot. Tag me. Let other people know, hey, there's some entertainment right here. Might be a short one, but there's a lot of uh, episodes before this that you can listen to. And I don't do it for money. I just do it to entertain you guys. So thank you for your support. All right, guys. Love you guys. And the new word is, uh, the new phrase is, stay safe. Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is a beautiful Friday morning. A little bit cloudy, but there's going to be lots of sunshine today in Las Vegas. May I say, beautiful Las Vegas. It is March 27th of 2020. The last episode I put out was Tuesday, the 17th of March. That episode, if you have not listened to it yet, check it out. Episode 213. All of a sudden, my voice just changed. I'm trying to do a preacher's, a black preacher's impression. 
And now it's back to good old Freddy. Uh, yeah, the last episode I did was me logging, documenting, um, you know, as I'm going to the comedy club, the last show we had, at least for the next 30 days, they shut us down, guys, in Vegas. If you're listening to this in the future, remember when we had the pandemic, what if like six months from now you're listening to this and half the population's gone? Fuck, dude. And, and Or it was just like it was a pretty pandemic. We got over it. The country's getting better. Who knows what's ahead of us, right? Wow. It is a beautiful day, man. Um, my heart goes out to you if you've been laid off. Uh, it sucks, dude. Most of my friends are comics and the feature acts, the, the headliners that do it full time on the road. They're, they're stuck 30 days, no shows. And and then who knows when it's going to pick up the way it did before. Right. Is it going to boom? Is it going to be like a boom? All of a sudden, everything's back to normal better than ever or is it going to be a little transition because it was a sudden stop for us right wouldn't it be cool if everybody is like coming together and a sudden go but people are losing money i was listening to rogan and uh tom segura uh talking about like there's companies out there that you know the smaller businesses even if you're not a a a small business let's say you're a bigger business but not a like a big corporation can you imagine the checks you're still pull, you got to give out to people and but you don't have money anymore you're you, you're not bringing in the money you know what would have been nice okay we're trying to stop the pandemic let's close down the businesses let's close down let's let's do the social uh distancing but let's freeze everything let's freeze rent let's freeze mortgages because i got a buddy that has a fourplex and he rents out uh, four apartments. He makes about six fifty each apartment. I think they're one or two bedroom. Great price, by the way. Great price. Two bedroom or one bedroom in Vegas a month. You fucking scored. Okay. Now here's the thing. He still has to pay his mortgage. They told him. So what is he supposed to do with the people that are renting from him? I understand a lot of people are renting. They're like, let's sign this petition. I get it. What about the people that have a mortgage, though? How the fuck are they going to come up with that money? So, at least my car loan. My car, my car loan, I have a, I have a, a credit union here in, in Vegas and for the car loan. And I didn't even have to ask, man. They're just badass. They sent me an email and said, hey, skip April's payment. Just skip it. It's just going to be added to, you know, to the back of the loan you're not going to get charged interest you're not going to get a fee for the processing just skip it that's badass but that's a bank right not all the banks that's a small bank by the way not all the banks are doing it my u.s bank my credit card i always talk about my rewards i still got to pay that shit but here's the thing i am very lucky i'm still working i was talking to my buddy scott cunningham from the church uh, the creator of the, the real church group uh, on Facebook. I'm just kidding. It's not, 
it's just a group that I, I'm part of and I like. I, I, there's too many groups. But anyway, he created the really cool one, the one that Joey gets on and talks and, and gets on there and comments and all that. But anyway, so I was talking to him and he's still working. So we're going to have him on the podcast soon. I'm going to have my, my buddy Brett from New York. He works in a cemetery. We're going to have him um, on the podcast soon as well. I want to talk to a lot of people on the podcast, see what you're doing, even if it's for 10, 20 minutes. Um, so that'd be cool. We could do it. We do it remotely. Social distancing. Just get yourself the Anchor app. Oh, here's another plug for the Anchor app. No, it's pretty badass. My buddy, Mike Michael Robertson, he just started his podcast. I did a swap cast the other day. Going to be uploading that here too. Um, the Michael Live podcast. Or is it the Mike Live? Oh, shit. Let me make sure. Because if I'm going to plug something, I don't want to do a half-ass one. Especially if it's something I want to promote. And if you notice on my Facebook, if I have you on Facebook... I've been sharing a lot of stuff. I got a lot of buddies, you know, not just the comics, but um, some people that have been laid off, you know, and and I'm just sharing their content. If they're putting content out, I try to share it. If they put something funny, if they put a funny video, anything that they're doing. That's You see me, I'm not putting a lot of stuff because I'm busy, guys. I'm fucking busy. Not doing a lot of comedy. No comedy. <laughs> I'm not doing any comedy. But um, I'm busy. I'm working 10 to 12 hours a day. It's been crazy. Trying to get me some fucking hand sanitizer throughout the city. Still haven't found any. But I found the ingredients. Uh, It turns out uh, three parts, three-fourths of whatever container you're doing should be rubbing alcohol and one-fourth aloe vera gel. That's how you can make some good antibacterial all right so my buddy's podcast is called mike live podcast and it's on spotify uh you'll see his face he's asian and black he's korean and black we did a really fun podcast i was on facebook live talking about hey guys if you're at home you're stuck this is the time to start a podcast and i'm if you're listening to me right now and you haven't started a podcast you've been wanting to get the app Get Anchor app. Mike Live got it. He's already on episode five in one week. You should start it, guys. Start sharing your your, your thoughts, your ideas. Put it out there, guys. Who cares? It's not about getting a bunch of downloads. Just have an outlet to express yourself. Fuck Facebook. Stop putting statuses every 10 minutes. Put out a fucking podcast. Um... So get yourself the Anchor app, and then we could we could jump on here and discuss a little bit, do a little podcast, get, get be a guest on my show. Not everybody is going to be a guest on the show, by the way. So just because you self-invite, this is called Thanks for the Invite. You get the invite, I get you on here, guys. But um, definitely, if you're a listener, if you support the podcast, of course you're going to get invite. What the fuck? But um, yeah, I, I got some people that like to fucking... They... they and it's not going to be like that anymore. And I'm talking about some mostly comics, okay? Fucking bugging me and bugging me. And then I get them on and then they don't even share the content. Fuck you. You just want to hear yourself talk. You want to hear yourself talk. Just stand in front of the mirror. Talk. 
while you're recording a podcast and jerk off. That's all you want to do. You're jerking yourself off. I'm tired of it. I'm not going to fucking put up with this. It's 2020. It's coronavirus. We're not fucking around. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Did I say it backwards? I don't know, but rest in peace, Kenny Rogers. I really, really like that song. I like to listen to that song and think about um, the, the decisions, the choices you make in life. I mean, it's it's crazy how you go through relationships in, in life, right? Friendships, family. They say family is thick, you know, the blood's thicker than water and family comes first. I think that's true for some families, not all families. At least for me, I know it's it's my my mom when it comes to blood and my mom and my brother, but there's certain family members that they don't check on me, they don't give a fuck, and I do the same with them. So it's like is it really Sometimes you just got to fold them. You know, I got I got friends. I got friends that are so close. So close. Like my buddy Sammy, Tony, Melvin, Ian, Clemente. Like, they're closer to me than uh, cousins have ever been. But I guess it's just the way you're raised. It really comes down to that. Not one way is the same for everybody. But, you know, when it comes to friends or... Or acquaintances, just people you know, people you have on Facebook. Sometimes you got to know when to fold them, man. You got to know when to just give up on them. Um, it's not that you're a quitter. It's just that, yeah, stop wasting your time on that shit. Stop wasting your time on people that have nothing better to do than fucking bicker and argue and insult people and... um self-centered fuck that no time for that shit ain't no time for that it's coronavirus time right now you gotta be careful out there with fucking corona friendships how about that toxic friendships get rid of those fucking toxic friendships right now that you're isolated who has checked on you has anybody checked on you have you checked on anybody check on people you got extra toilet paper (laughs) Do you got extra beans? Something you could offer? I've been texting a lot of people. And people have been texting me as well. Now, just because you don't send me a message doesn't mean that we're not close. My point is, right now that you ain't got shit to do, get off fucking Facebook. And start talking to friendships. That Rekindle some friendships. Rekindle some relationships with family members, you know? I think that's a good idea. Go and check on them. See how they're doing. And tell them, stay safe. That's the new thing, right? Stay safe. Everybody's saying that now. Stay safe. It's like the new God bless you. I've always heard that God bless you um, started around. Uh, this could be very, very wrong. Um, not God bless you. In Spanish, my mom would tell me that. Jesus te, te ayude. They would specifically say, Jesus save you. Um because back in the in the Spanish flu days, my great grandma would tell my mom that when they would say that, it's whenever they would hear somebody cough, 
Or no, sneeze. When somebody would sneeze, they would say, let Jesus save you. Because as soon as you sneeze, that means, oh, shit, you might, you might got the fucking Spanish flu. You might have that pandemic. And she said that's where it started. Now, that's what her great-grandma told her. So I would like to verify, see if that's true. But the other night, I was watching a documentary on the Spanish flu and why it was named the Spanish flu. It wasn't because it started in Spain. It's because Spain was not really involved. I don't think they were involved in World War I. So they were the ones that were really, they had the press and they were really, you know, talking about it in the news so they started calling it the spanish flu and now we got the uh the the corona virus covid19 and now it's becoming political it's becoming racial the idiots are uh the idiots are saying uh, oh, Chinese people. Like, you see some nasty videos. Like, this guy fucking spraying down. A, I think it was a woman or, or a Chinese man in a subway. Or just being racially, just racial towards them. It's, it's fucked up, dude. And I don't know. Uh, the, President Trump is calling it the, the Chinese flu. I think he's doing it on purpose to, to fuck with people. Um, but the retards... They're retards. They take it literal, and then they 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 become racist towards Chinese people. It's, it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. Here's another one. There's this chemical. I forgot what chemical coal it was, but um, Trump said they're using this this chemical in a pill uh, that they treat malaria with, and it's been working great for some people that have the flu, and. The same chemical is found in this cleaner that cleans, I believe, pools or something with your boat. It's like a chemical solution, but there's a variation of it. And these idiots in Arizona drank it, this man and, and you know, husband and wife. And they said, we, we heard the president say that this solution or this chemical heals you from Corona. I don't even think they had the coronavirus. They, they thought they were just going to be immune to it if they drank it. And then they ended up going to the hospital. They were fucking destroying their insides. Fucking morons. See, this is why, <laughs> as a president, you should be careful what you say. You should be very, very careful. Um, did it come from China? As far as we know, yes. Should we call it the Chinese flu or Chinese virus? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, technically, yeah, but... You know he's doing it. He's doing it to fuck with people. It's an election year. We got to rile up some people. He's doing it to fuck with China as well. You know, from the beginning, he's he's always talked about China. He has a fucking hard on for China. I think it was on an on a interview he did back in the day in the 80s or early 90s. He was talking about the Chinese trade and all. He's had a hard on for China. Okay. And it's funny, uh, his, his hotel in Vegas, it's right by Spring Mountain. Guess what that is? Chinatown, Spring Mountain, baby. Massage parlors. Get your heart on. All right. So um, 
wanted to talk about a couple things that I've been witnessing in the last week and a half since I podcasted. Uh, people are, I think, a little bit more calm. And that's one thing I know about that I've learned, I guess, about us is that we learn to adapt as humans. We adapt to the situation. Not everybody, but for the most part, most of us. I told you I saw a big black dude being real careful at the gas station, wiping down the the gas pump. It's like I never seen that before. The guy was bumping some bass like big giant football player looking to it and just being real careful you know like it just to me that's not normal to me it's not normal for me to be fucking using hand sanitizer when i get in and out of my vehicle when i touch something i go wash my hands my hands are dry as fuck this is the new normal so this is what i'm saying is like we have um a way of adapting as humans, so that's what I've seen, and that's that's why I think people are a little bit more calm. It's only been a week and a half, but hey, man, in the last two weeks, our, from one week to another, our world changed. Our world got fucked up, and it got changed, guys. It got. Look at Vegas. I just drove through the Las Vegas Strip. You can see videos, people posting pictures. The homie Chris Aker, he's been posting pictures on Facebook, documenting. How empty, not how empty, just the strip being empty in general. I've never seen the strip like that. No one has. It's, it reminds me of uh, Vanilla Sky when Tom Cruise is in Town Square and, and there's nobody there. No one in Times Square. You never see that. Anthony Cumia was walking around at 5 in the morning taking pictures when that uh, hooker said why are you taking pictures i mean that was like at five four in the morning guys there's always people at fucking um at times square or the strip most of you have been to the strip and it was sad like i was like i was bummed out i was like i recorded with my dash cam i might upload it but it bummed me out it was a weird feeling very very eerie is that a term such a weird like almost like a ghost town like the ruins of these humans that were once here you know that's what it felt like it was, it was really weird but anyway our week our, our life changed right so the signs i've seen of people adapting is for example i've been going to cvs walgreens just trying to find hand sanitizer uh, and you know they're smaller aisles than Walmart or Safeway, Vons. They're a little bit tighter. You see people like they're trying to go down the aisle you're in. They'll just go through another one. They'll go and walk extra aisles so that they don't walk through the same aisle as you. It's like we're all doing, I think, a good job. Most of us. There's this fat lady, um, fat Cuban lady, right behind me. Definitely older. Uh, very old actually <laughs> she looked like the kind of Cuban lady that like she she's straight up into Santeria you know like she was behind me dude at CVS I was gonna buy something and 
she's literally like a foot or two feet away from me and I turn around I'm like what the fuck is wrong with this lady so I walked forward the person in front of me was about six feet away I'm like does she not see that I'm keeping a distance from the person in front of me what's happening here and then she uh I walk forward and she walks forward like if the line's moving no bitch the line did not move if I cough you die bitch she was older man is she not watching Univision? I had to tell her in Spanish. Disculpe, señora. Hay que mantener un poquito de distancia por lo del virus. And she's like, ah, sí, sí. Yes, yes. Like, what the fuck, lady? And she was shopping for... Uh, she was panic shopping. We're, we all did it. Whether, whether you're afraid of the corona or not, you're afraid of shit running out because of people that were fucking stockpiling mostly everybody panic shop you know whether you kept it cool and pretending you were like calm like myself i even had a little walk like a gangster walk at walmart walking slow i was acting like it was a normal day i was shopping because i wanted to prepare okay i just wanted to fucking have hella soups just enough things you know so i because i'm like i didn't know that the um pickup like i didn't know restaurants were gonna stay open I thought just stores and uh, no, that's been good actually. That's that's been a fucking lifesaver. Uh, and now they're being extra clean, by the way. Like In and Out, In and Out's always been a clean burger place, and everybody has gloves. They're wiping down your drink. They're they're doing a phenomenal job. Now that's helped a lot. But so what I've seen is that people have adapted because. If you go to the store, I don't know about your city, but at least here in Vegas, you don't see the big lines outside the store anymore. I haven't been around Costco or Sam's Club, but it was bad. You saw the videos, people lining around the fucking parking lot. I mean, Costco gets packed already. The pa parking lots are always packed. Imagine where the fuck were people parking and they had to clear out parking spaces so that people could line and fill out. You know, because they were going in by one by one. People buying a bunch of, like, a, I don't even know why they didn't implement this in the beginning. But they were letting people buy all the toilet paper, all the hand sanitizer with no limits. So the new, the new normal, two per person, you know, one package per person. That's the new normal. So this, this is what I'm saying. We adapt. What's going to come out of this? think a lot of things i think a lot of people are going to realize we don't need a lot of this commercial building space we could work from home a lot of people could work from home um that's going to change i think it's going to affect commercial business com uh, commercial real estate so i think prices might go down as, as far as that goes those are my predictions uh i think people are going to work from home and I do think, hmm, I think prices are going to go down, maybe, to attract, like, there's going to be competition. Because businesses, they're going to strive to stay open, but if you keep your prices high, guess where everybody's going to go? They're going to go to the cheaper place. That's how Walmart did it. That's how Walmart beat uh, mom and pop shops, the hardware stores, the, the local grocery stores that's how walmart cleaned house um 
by lowering the prices. So I think that's going to be a, maybe it's not so much a prediction, but I think it would be a smart move just so you can get more business, start building relationships with your customers. I don't know how it is nowadays, but there was a local Rayleigh's and yeah, Rayleigh's is a big chain store, but to me it was like a local Rayleigh's because you would go in there and the, the, they knew you. The, the cashier would know you by name. Um, we would walk and grab the stuff we needed. The, the way it is in New York, I would say. Um, and I know very little, by the way. I only stayed, the longest I ever stayed is uh, a week, eight, like uh, eight days when I went last year for Skankfest. But it was so cool to see the same cashiers, the same workers, little, little mom and pop's grocery store, little store. The kind of store where you only get what you need because you're not you're not driving to the local to the grocery store. You're walking there, so you you only take you only buy what you could carry home, pretty much. You know, so in a week, I didn't get to learn the names of the cashiers, but I, they would remember me in just a little as a week because we would go there once a day or every other day. I want to say almost once a day we needed stuff. So Sammy and I would go, Lizzie and I. But so when I was little, there was this Rayleigh's and they already knew me because sometimes my mom would send me to buy some things and it was just around the block. I would go around and buy stuff. I was 10, 11, 12 years old. So that's what I'm talking about. Back in the day, people would have relationships like as far as like um, build trust. Like you could trust us to come here. Don't go to Kmart. Back then, back then, Kmart. When I was little, Kmart was the big monster, you know? That was the place that was fucking people up. And then Walmart came in and fucked Kmart up. And Shopco. And, uh, and a bunch of other stores. Um, especially when, when, when Walmart started selling uh, groceries. Because if I could recall... Yeah, I want to say... The first Walmart that we had in Carson City, Nevada, the fo- the first Walmart, it had, it was just like a Kmart, like a cooler version of Kmart, but, you know, it had a snack, yeah, it had a snack bar like Kmart as well, a little place like in, uh, to gamble, a little room where you could gamble and smoke. If you come to Nevada, you'll see that on, at every Walmart, you'll see, um, there's a little section where you could gamble. Um... <laughs> A lot of stores have that. Even just any grocery store or a 7-Eleven. You can gamble at 7-Eleven with slot machines. Um, And then all of a sudden, Walmart started selling groceries. And they made a giant Walmart. At this point, I think I I was already in Reno with my mom. And this Walmart was huge. I was like, oh my God, this is a grocery store? And you could buy pants? It was crazy. So that's how Walmart kind of fucked everybody over, right? Everybody's always pissed at Walmart, but it became the new normal. No one really talks shit about Walmart. Everybody goes to Walmart. And you got some people like, Target's better. Target's great. I love Target. But they they before this whole coronavirus, they, I, I heard on the news that they were going to close out a bunch of Targets. Because now who, who's the one fucking Walmart over? Amazon. 
Amazon's fucking you up. Because <laughs> we all shop at Amazon. Why the fuck would you go to the store? Um, speaking of Amazon and Walmart and all that, though. People losing their jobs. I, I've There's been a lot of jobs that are, are increasing now. So that's... That's... In, in a way, you got to look at the bright side, right? So, like, let's say you got laid off or you were in the process of looking for a job now you can't find a job guys that's where you want to go go to the places that have a, a a demand it's all about supply and demand baby that's what it's all about so places like amazon go over there and apply they need people right now they need people at walmart restocking shit they need people you got a car you can't uber anymore or you weren't Ubering at all, start delivering shit. Postmates, um, Grubhub, all those fucking, Instacart. My buddy Tony in Reno, he's been doing that. Instacart, delivering groceries for older people. Makes pretty good money. Pretty good money. Uh, it just sucks he has to go into the store and buy, like, with a shopping list. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's doing pretty good. Like, there's a lot of things that are booming, even though we're we're getting fucked in the ass as a country as a world <laughs> the whole fucking world holy shit and you know what you don't hear anybody else talking about anything else you listen to rogan every episode has been about that almost more than 50 percent of how things have changed listen to any radio show jim and sam it's all around us but I, I do think um, I do think people are adapting though and who said it I don't know where I heard this but but we all we all became who said it Jim Florentine was it he said we all be in in, in a matter of a week we all became uh, uh, that comedian the one that that's uh, very safe. Oh, shit. Howie Mandel. <laughs> we all turn into Howie Mandels <laughs> in just a matter of a week. <laughs> We're all germaphobes now. Everybody's scared. Um, yeah, man. It reminds me of um, magnets. When you flip them and they, they go towards... Uh, no, not when they go towards each other. When they go uh, away from each other. That's how us humans are right now. And I think we should be like that for a while. <laughs> Just keep your fucking distance. <laughs> I don't want to fucking... Joey, Uncle Joey was just talking about it on the on a recent episode. How he's like, I've seen... I feel bad for people in the front row. And I was just talking about that in my last episode. Because when you talk, man, we all spit. Everybody spits. When we were kids, we would be like, say it, don't spray it. Now, sometimes, you know... We just want to be respectful and we don't want to make it weird. We just, a little droplet lands on your fucking lip. You feel it. But the person's just talking and you don't say nothing. You might take a step back. It's fucking gross. The shit we, we put, we've put up with this whole time. For the longest time, we've been putting up with people spitting into our fucking face. Right now, as I said spitting, I spit into my fucking phone. Just as, as I said that, I, I saw a droplet land on my fucking Galaxy 9. And it's gross. <laughs> I'm going to have to anti-fucking hand sanitize the shit out of it. But, um, 
all right guys i'm gonna wrap this one up it's a short one but uh thank you guys for leaving voicemails um at the bottom of the description you can find a link you create an anchor account email password and then you can leave a link leave me a link i mean leave me a voicemail say what's up tell me what you're doing right now if you're on lockdown quarantined if you got the virus how you feeling uh, what have you been watching? Oh, yeah. Tell me what you've been watching. I would like to watch some stuff on my days off. Um, especially after I'm off during the day. Uh, I mean, usually at night I go and do comedy and stuff. But, um, yeah, it would be nice to catch up on some shows. Everybody's talking about Tiger King. Um, I need to watch that. Uh, yeah, I need to watch that. I've been watching, uh, I'm not going to tell you what I'm watching because you might spoil it for me. And I, I've done it to other people and there's some people that want to get me back. So yeah, I'm not going to tell you right now. I'll tell you what I'm, what I watched after I'm done with it. Because if I tell you now, there's some of you fuckers that want to get me back. So yeah, I'm not going to tell you, you know what I'm watching, um, Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm watching. Spoil that one for me. <laughs> You know, even though I know what happens on the last episode of Sopranos, I definitely want to pick that one up. I hear, I hear Jim Norton, Sam Roberts, they, they keep talking about that one. And they say it's a really good one. So I'm going to probably pick that one up and uh, start watching The Sopranos. And I think I'm going to do that one by myself. I'm not going to do it with Lizzie. Because sometimes you feel bad if you're watching a show with... with um, without your husband or wife, girlfriend or boyfriend, right? Don't you feel bad cuz especially if they fall asleep in 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 one episode and you and you just binge 3 in a row. Now you're fucking not you're off. You're not balanced anymore, so it's like it feels like you cheated on your partner. <laughs> but I don't think she would like the Sopranos. I mean, she likes mafia movies, but Eh, maybe it out. Maybe I'll watch it with her. All right, guys. Oh, I'll tell you. No. I, oh, yeah. I'm not gonna tell you what show. There's a there's a couple shows we're watching together, me and her. But I cannot talk about it because, like I said, I don't want you to spoil it. All right, I gotta go. Love you guys. Leave me a voice message. I'll play it on the podcast. Thank you guys for always sharing the the show. My man, uh, Grumzilla, with the flashback with the homies podcast. Make sure you check him out. And uh, thank you, Grandpa Nicotine. Always uh, showing love. You guys be safe. Stay safe. That's the new word. The new, the new phrase when you say bye to somebody. Stay safe. Be careful. All right, guys. Peace.